What's up, guys? Welcome back, and happy Labor Day. It's our Labor Day special today, so you know we gotta go to my favorite place in the world, Venice Beach. So who am I here with today? I'm Essence. You said you were having some yeah. trouble with your ex? Yeah, so what happened was, I thought that he was cheating, and I, I was standing outside of his house. I wasn't standing, but I was sitting in my car watching it all go down. And I sat outside for a few hours, and I saw the girl come out, and I texted him. I have all the screenshots. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's and he was just playing it off, talking about I'm tattooing. Like, what are you tattooing at 2 a.m.? Let's be real. You just came from the tattoo parlor. Mm -hmm. Then I was mad he wouldn't come outside, so I keyed his car. Ooh. And I peed on it. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it was it was crazy, but like in that moment, I was just having like one of those blackout moments. I was so hurt. Like, okay, I don't know what to do, but this is gonna do for right now since you don't want to talk to me right now. Yeah. So now he's threatening to call the police and all that. Yeah. <laughs> when, when was this? This was probably about a month and a half ago. Okay. And recently, like he did not text me after the whole everything went down. I gave him the opportunity to, he would ignore me. So I'm just like, okay, you know what? I just got over it, moving on. Like, okay, you're not for me, we're done. And he texted me a month later, talking about I'm gonna call the cops, I'm gonna press charges. This is on the third. So I'm just trying to play cordial, talking about, oh, you know, I'll fix it, but I'm not gonna fix it. Um, you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Very much you deserve it. And if you're watching this, you deserve it. If on the off <laughs> chance you're watching this, <laughs> yeah, you, you deserve, deserve it. it. You and deserve I'll do it, it, I'll do it too. I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll I'll pull up real fast, so. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to resolve things in your own way. Yeah, it actually made me feel good. And after that, after I did that little stunt, I'm not focused on it. I don't care. I don't care to talk to him. Yeah. If he wants to press charges, that's okay. He's in a whole different state. Like, you don't know where I really live, so. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> I, I can't, obviously I can't, you know, uh, condone these things on the podcast, yeah, but... Yeah. I understand. Um, for your own and your own personal life, do you do you genuinely think that like doing these things helped you emotionally and it helped you move on? Emotionally, at that time, I felt good, like because it was all I felt it coming to an end. I felt the way he treated me, like I felt the energy. I just knew it was over for us anyways, and I'm just like, you know, I'm gonna make you pay for that. Hmm. And I do regret probably going that far to key the car the p is just like whatever yeah but you can wash that off but the king of the car and it, it wasn't his car it's his dad's car mm, that stinks <laughs> so that's where i feel kind of bad at because your dad doesn't deserve it but if you had your own car i would have did that right and i would go back five times again <laughs> <laughs> so then um if, if you if you were to go back again same scenario you think yeah. You would probably still do it again. Yeah. Yeah. No regrets. Well, so what's next? Are we back on the market? Are we looking to date again? I'm single. I'm not looking for anything, but, you know, if something were to happen, you know, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not shutting down everything just because one person hurt me. I believe that there is love and I believe that my partner is out there, but it just wasn't him like I thought it was. 
Yeah. I feel like that's a good mindset to have. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, do you have any final words you want to say to the people at home before I let you go? I here? just want to say, fuck him. And sorry to your dad. Yeah. That's it. Great. Well, thank you so much. It was nice meeting you. <laughs> nice meeting yeah. you too. So, who am I here with today? My name's Mary England, and I am a merriment maker. Hi. Uh, what was that last bit? I'm sorry. I'm a merriment maker. That's what I made my job up to be. What does that mean? It means I make joy happen, or try to. And how do you go about doing that? I made up a business, and I have a podcast, too. Oh, cool. That sounds like the best job ever. It's very fun. You said you have a bunch of different avenues that you go about it. Is it mostly not personal or is it also in person as well a lot of it's online but i do host events like i host the annual bubble parade in baltimore huh and we just kind of get together and uh like this year we had uh almost 700 people come out and uh blew a bunch of bubbles we went in a parade i hired a dj there was just a bunch of cool stuff going on it's about just like getting back to being a kid uh-huh. and you know just kind of stripping away all this stuff that we're really disenchanted about as being adults because we didn't really plan to get older and right. you know figure out how to pay for stuff and you know do all this logistical kind of stuff so I'm just trying to help people get out of ruts and not be as overwhelmed and do it finding a way to feel good about themselves cool what initially made you want to start doing this like it's a very like you know interesting path I feel like no one else is doing exactly what you're doing yeah I guess not I mean I am doing this because I have a dozen technical mental illnesses on paper so I've had those well most of them since I was about eight and I've had I mean I've gone to like the hard left with like self-harm and suicide attempts and drug addiction and sexual assault you know all like the horrible kind of shit i've done all of that and i know that basically if i can kind of come out the other side and try to i don't know i guess i'm not a naturally happy person and i know that if i can be happy and have fun and approach that then with a state of trying to be happy and succeed essentially then I genuinely believe it's possible for other people to do it too cool so it's been very helpful for yourself and so you figure why not provide that for other people yeah and if you make money along the way even better Um, yeah great yeah that makes a lot of sense that's awesome so you said you had a story you wanted to tell really quick as well I mean (laughs) I can I did I mean I saw spider-man on the boardwalk and uh, I had to stop because this is merriment making this is I look for merriment makers all the time and I mean, this is a quite a place to find, you know, essentially weirdos, which are merriment makers in their own right, right? Mm-hmm. And then I saw this and I was like, I mean, we're gonna have to stop for my own purposes. <laughs> and then yeah. I just didn't know like what your angle was. And I was like, I mean, the first thing that popped in my head, which hasn't popped in my head in a little bit, was uh, a weird story that I have, which is uh, 10 years ago, wow, 10 years ago, I am 35. I was on a birthday trip to Philadelphia and I was, hanging out in a bar while I was waiting for my friends to take a nap on my birthday, which is very rude. And In the bar? <laughs> that would be good. No, they were up in my hotel room. Okay. And, um, that's, yeah, we were in a hotel bar. And I was, like, waiting. I was getting drunk while I was waiting for them to, to nap upstairs because we were going to this gay pirate boat party. Okay. And that, w- that party was very fun, but I was waiting for them. I was pre-gaming. And I heard this 
person behind me yelling ma'am and now I will turn around for a ma'am because I am 35 but at 25 I was not ready to turn around for that <laughs> so I originally I turn around finally because it was so persistent and there was like this very classic looking you know in the movies where they have like a very private booth at like a bar you know it's like very exclusive so I look over and there's these two older guys and they look kind of identical they're very very leathery tan they have bleach blonde wavy hair to their shoulders they're wearing black muscle t-shirts and black jeans and then there's like a very attractive 30 something girl with them and they beckon me over and one of them says I want you to bang my friend and they're like in their 60s I should mention I don't know if I said that and I was like um, I'm not drunk enough for that <laughs> and we joked around and I ended up sitting with them for about 45 minutes and I I don't know I just hung out with them for me it was just a you know silly story and then at the end of this very wild and interesting interaction uh, which I could go into much more detail about this uh, I got up and I was like, hey, can we take a picture together? Because I was just like, I wanted to show my friends these crazy people that I hung out with. And this guy flipped and he goes, that costs money. And I was like, it doesn't actually. My phone takes free photos. <laughs> like it's very easy to take a photo, right? And um, he flipped out because he realized, I guess I didn't recognize him. And he was upset. And he told me he was gonna have me kicked out of the bar and all this stuff. And I was like, you guys are assholes. You guys have been dicks to me the whole time. You guys have been like inappropriate and rude and, and racist and all this stuff. And I like lost my mind. I, I started cussing at him. I, I flipped him off. I like flipped a thing. I walked out of the bar and I, and like people started like clapping and like the people at the hotel were very like nice to me afterwards because I guess that he was, he was rude to them. And then I told this story the next day at my friend's, um, her graduation party and these people were like what what did you say he was in town for and I said a wrestling something or other he said he was signing autographs at the convention center and they were like and what did he look like exactly and I, I, I told them and they said oh my god and they pulled out their phone and they said is this him and I said yeah that's him and everyone stood up and they went "Woo!" <laughs> and I was like what is that and they're like that's the nature boy that's Ric Flair that's like the most famous wrestler of all time and I was like I don't know what that means and uh and then they were like who was the other guy and then they started going through all these like famous wrestlers and showing me one at a time and the other guy was lex luger um who's also famous and uh yeah so i cussed out rick flair and lex luger and I, lex luger was trying to bang me and that's that's the story yeah so that's crazy one other thing i want to touch on so you mentioned that you're like you like to make you happy you're generally a merriment maker <laughs> um how does that come into conflict when you are upset like this at that time were you being a merriment maker mm, that's a great question um so mm, my theory of merriment making which is literally a theory and a method is embody joy create joy and then spread joy and i believe that those are three separate things i don't think that we can spread joy i think when you, we think about merriment making or maybe like when we're introduced to this concept one of the first things that we talk or that we may think about is like spreading joy right like going around and and being a little pixie and um you know making making art and spreading you know like murals and and maybe like doing random acts of kindness and stuff right but if we're doing that when we feel hollow inside when we feel angry when we feel depressed or whatever like 
it's not helpful to anybody. It's like the whole concept of, you know, filling your, like pouring from an empty cup, so to speak, right? Now, in that moment, I didn't feel happy. I felt annoyed. I felt, frankly, disrespected in multiple ways. And I was speaking out. Did I do that in a way that was appropriate for the situation? No, I was 25 and judgmental and drunk. Um, and I also wasn't like owning my own business in this way. That method was not even created at the time. However, I still think that that was in my way expressing a feeling. And part of the, this whole thing is embodying your emotions. Sure. Um, okay, well then, if I may ask you, you've had 10 years of wisdom, 10 more years of merriment making, you've written a book, you have done all these things, you've run the bubble parade, bubble mm -hmm. parade. Um, if instead that happened today, mm -hmm. do you think you would have reacted differently? I still think I would have told him, I still probably wouldn't have known who he was in the situation, right? And I would have probably said, I don't understand. I think I would have been calmer. I think that's the difference. I think I would have still had my feeling of feeling disrespected. I think I also probably would have left much earlier mm. because I would have known that this didn't make any sense. I wouldn't have just, I used to do things just for the story because I thought it was interesting because I thought that I was collecting stories and that was who I was as a person. And now I know that if the story doesn't feel good, I don't have to stay. So I probably wouldn't have been there at that time anyway. However, I think I can respond now with this wisdom in a much calmer tone and state a feeling without exploding. I would not have flipped stuff. I wouldn't have put up my fingers. I wouldn't have screamed. And there are places for that, I think, but it, it's not. That might not have been it. No. Great. That's a really good point. I love that question. Sweet. Well, I really appreciated having you on the show. Um, I feel like that's a really nice place to end off with growth. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? Maybe some last words to the people at home? You have to feel good to do good. Great. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Hey, so who am I here with today? Hello, man. My name is Pedro Sanz. I'm from Argentina. I'm visiting California. I'm staying in San Diego and we came here to Venice from the weekend. Oh, okay. And what's the occasion? Is it just pleasure? No, just vacation. We went to Argentina, then we came here to to San Diego mm -hmm. to stay like three weeks and we changed our ticket and we're staying one month and a half more. We really like really? California, yeah. Okay. I quit my job, so now I'm here unemployed. Really? Just living the life. Yeah. Wow, that's really, that's that's a big step. And w what made you want to do that? Uh, maybe, I don't know, I want to change in my life. I just want to be with my girlfriend, she, she's there watching us, and have a, I don't know, a very long vacation. Nice. Um, does she work? She works, she, she has a, a brand named Gotica, it's from luxury uh, jewelry, oh, and okay. she also has an agency, so I can no work because she she's working for me. <laughs> and she's my sugar mommy. <laughs> Dude, I've been looking for a sugar mommy, man. Um, we can get you one. Any secrets? Any secrets? How can I find a sugar mommy? No, you need to be polite, always smiling. Uh, I don't know. It's. I think it's terms of of luck too. You need to be lucky. Okay, okay, okay. Um, on a real note, so what was your work? My work. I was an account executive on a SaaS company. I'm a software salesman. Okay, okay. I really like selling. I will join my girlfriend now. We'll be partners in the agency. We will start a social media agency. 
okay. from Argentina to all Latin America, and we want to travel. So then, it's not like you quit your job without a plan. No, no. Yeah. Uh, we had a plan. Uh huh. But we, I quit, and uh, the other day, the next day, I I bought the tickets to LA. So it's like spontaneous. And are you planning on um, like starting this new brand? While you're still on vacation, or when yeah. you go back? Yeah, tomorrow we are starting. Tomorrow really? we are starting wow. the agency. Yeah. So I'm on the cusp of something great here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the name is Gotica Metrics uh -huh. and Torbel IO. So you will be the first to, to know the name. Okay. And when we were famous, we can get you uh, a new sugar mommy. Really? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, we, okay. Okay. We can get you. So get this. Get this. Get this. So I've never had a sugar mommy before, but I've like almost had one. <laughs> Why almost? Why so, almost? Okay, okay, okay. So, do you know Hinge? Do you know the dating app Hinge? Yeah. So, I was on Hinge, and the way Hinge works is that you send a like, right? So, this woman sent me a like, and she's 38 years old. And I'm scrolling through her profile, and she's, you know, pretty cute for 38. And on her profile, it says, I'm into, and her answer was, Asian men. And I'm Asian. Um, they don't know that. Where are you but, from? Uh, I'm Chinese. Oh, so Chinese Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, anyway, so so uh, we match together, and she immediately goes, "Call me. I want to talk about like the boundaries of our relationship." So you know, you already know. Okay, like this is gonna be some kind of economical thing. So everything looks great. She's super chill, um, and she goes, "I'm not gonna give you money. I'm not gonna buy you anything. But if we go out to get food, I'll pay for dinner, like a nice dinner, and I'll pay for drinks." Okay. And she goes, one one caveat though, my kink is like m making fun of and putting down young men. And okay. I'm 21 at the time, and I was like, like what what do you mean by that? And she goes, oh well, for example, like, do you have any hobbies? And I was like, oh well, like I'm really into social media and I like making music. And she goes, why? Like that's a waste of time. Uh, like no one's gonna listen to your music. Your family's not gonna, you're not gonna be able to support her family, and you can disappoint your parents. Like crazy shit. Uh, like saying crazy fuck, shit. <laughs> what what was the the job from her? Um, I I think she was like a uh, finance. Like she did a lot of like uh, employee investing and stuff. Ah uh, okay yeah, yeah. that the, that uh, old people they don't believe in social media and stuff. They just wanted to be a doctor, a lawyer, and to have a life to to raise your kids and and that kind of stuff. It was like so, everything though. Yes. Like they, she'd be like, oh, like where do you go to school? I was like, oh, I go to LMU. And she'd be like, that's a shitty school. Like like her her kink was making fun of young men. And I was the target. Isn't that crazy? No, it's crazy. So that I couldn't do it. That's why she's alone. Yeah. So, fuck her. <laughs> so man, you have True. another another hobby uh, beside your podcast? You, you work, you have another job or? Yeah, so I currently work in a restaurant and that's just to make ends meet. So I do that for about 20 hours a week. And then, um, besides that, uh, I'm doing this for probably like 30 hours a week. And then I have an internship with like a bigger creator. I'm not going to say his name, but um, he's pretty famous. And I'm working for him 10 hours a week. So between all that, I'm working a lot, but I'm really chasing what I want to do. No, and you are learning a lot, I think. Oh my God. Because yes, yes, yes. And like I love guru. it. Nice. Yeah. So what's your, your goals from the, you, to be famous with your podcast? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if like fame is that important for me like I don't necessarily want to be like Drake or Taylor Swift or like I can't step outside for me like I just want to have like a dedicated fan base of you know maybe like a million two million people so not huge but you know big enough to support myself and where they're watching my videos every day and I'm just like you know improving their lives 
slightly. You know what I mean? Yeah, mine. Um, and to me, that that would mean more than anything. Um, and even if I wasn't making money doing it, even if I had to stay working in the restaurant forever, that would be okay with me. Ah, nice. Yeah. Um, so now, how old are you? I'm oh. 22. 22, yeah, you have your whole life. I know, it's yeah. really exciting. And and it's really inspiring hearing about you guys, hearing about your story, because I, you know, when I graduated, I took a similar leap, right? Instead of, you know, going into employment, going into like a traditional job role, I went, I'm gonna put everything into this. And thus far, it's been really rewarding. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. In my case, it's pretty the same. I'm almost 30, and I'll be employee all my, all my life. Mm -hmm. So it's the first time I will be on my own with my, my girlfriend and my and my brother. So it's a, a big challenge for us also. It's really exciting though. Yeah, man. And are you are you planning on, you said you want to travel at the same time. So are you going to be traveling and setting up this company? Yeah, yeah, because we'll be remote, uh -huh. so it's okay. We are going back to Argentina on October, I think. And then we don't know our next destiny. Mm. So we, we are planning at the same time, we are planning the agency, the travel and the agency at and the same time. And where else do you want to travel besides Europe? We want to go to Europe. Wow, have you ever been before? Yeah, we I've been. I never been to Italy. She wants to go to Sicilia. Okay. Sicilia with the mafia is the, the movies, the Godfather and stuff. So we want to go Sicilia and Sardinia next. Great. Are you are you like at all nervous cuz traveling is very full time, you know what I mean? It's like in and of itself it's almost a full time job. Because you know you're booking places to stay, obviously exploring cities, meeting new people, trying to have fun, but also you're trying to start this new company, this big, wide-sweeping, successful company. Like, are you afraid that you might not be able to manage the time, or what's your plan? No, no, we are we are focused on this, and we need the money mm. to travel. So first, the money. So maybe I don't know. We'll travel to Italy, and we we'll go to the office or the Airbnb to focus working and to earn money for still traveling. I see, so it's kind of like a one relies on the other. Yeah, totally, totally. Fascinating, fascinating. And and I understand that the plans are still unfolding, but you said mostly this was a spontaneous thing. Spontaneous, yeah. Great. Yeah, I I didn't want anymore uh, to work for another. Uh -huh. I want to be on my own, to be an entrepreneur. So that's it, It's a, the decision is, is taken. Nice, well I'm really excited for you guys and for everything you have coming. Thanks okay, for being on the show. Thanks man. Yeah. Thanks a lot.